clean hearts. Oh, Father, create in us a clean heart, a clean heart. Mandala bashabala masamalama, parababa barababa barababa, balabala bashabala ba, balabashabala bushabala Oh, Father, create in us a clean heart, O Lord, a clean heart, O Lord, a clean heart, O Lord. Mandala bashabala masamalama. Ratatatapatapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapap
Mandalaba Shaka Malama Sakaba, Retala Mamusa Tayamala Mamusa, Ratataka Matika Brakalabada, Palomo Shaka Malabo Sakababa, Rotolomo Siakabalabo Shakabada, Kamalabo Shakabala Masakaba, Mandaya Kamalabo Shakabala Ratataka Parapapu Shakabala Musa. Rekabala <laughs> Rise spirit, O Lord. Rise spirit, O Lord. Kamalabu shakamalabu. Rebalaba sadayamu kumalama. Palimele balamala malama. Balam bam bam bala shabalaba. Kamalam balaba shabalaba. Adeya kamalaba. Uza zaza kaduguru garagalaba. Mandala kaskamala. Mele 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 mele. Rekabala Babusa Kabala Babusa Randaya Kabala Babusa In the mighty name of Jesus Amen We are still praying Create in me a clean heart and renew a right spirit within me Cast me not away from your presence Amen Yeah, if you are a man of God or a woman of God What is these are the things that, these are the vital things you should look after if you really want to do the work of God. If you really want to do the work of God, you need a clean heart. You know, you can, you can be a man of God with a, a bad heart or a wrong heart. Amen. Amen. Yeah. And be a man of God with a bad heart. Amen. So it's not necessarily someone dressing or uh, the appearance of a minister, but rather what is inside you. Amen. That is ministry. So David being a king, because when you are a pastor, you are a leader. If you are a pastor, you are what? A leader. So whether you are a senior pastor, whether you are a junior pastor, whether you are a cell pastor, whether you are a pastor of a fellowship, whether you are a pastor of a, a cell, pastor of a small ministry, pastor of five people, it's a clean heart. Amen. You need a clean heart and a right spirit. Yeah, you can, you can. Many, many, many people. I'm not surprised. In our generation of the work of God, they have wrong spirits. 
your own spirit, which means their source is not of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Yeah, they, they, they have wrong source. Some have a demon of fornication, some have demon of uh, corruption, stealing, uh, trying to force people to really do things that is against the word of God. Amen. It's a sign that they don't have correct spirit. Because if you have a correct spirit, you'll be led by the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Well, the church, the church that we are doing is Jesus who is building the church. And he gave gifts. The first gift is the Holy Spirit. The second is the fivefold ministry. And Jesus wants to present to the Father a glorious church. A glorious church, which is a church without blemish. So, you being a gift, or you being, you being a pastor, you are a gift. So, you need a clean heart and a right spirit. Amen. Amen. And he went further and said that, Cast me not away from your presence. If a man of God, the presence that you should. You should always run to. Eh? If you want to do the work of God, the presence that you should run to is the presence of God. You should not, you should not force yourself in any other presence. <laughs> so David, David understood that the people that he was leading as a king were the people of God. And he cannot lead them by his own way. So we need the presence of God. That's why Moses said that if your presence do not go with us, then carry us not. Amen. Amen. So if, if you are doing something for God, you need the presence of God. You need always to be in the presence of God. Because in the presence of God, there is fullness of joy. In the presence of God, that is whereby he will talk to you. Amen. The reason why many many pastors or many ministers, whenever there is storm or there is tribulation or persecution, the reason why they don't they, they, they are moved by the persecution and the storm is because they are not in the presence of God. Because if you are in the presence of God, you will not see the storm, you will see God. Amen. Amen. You see God. And who is God? God is bigger than tribulation. God is bigger than uh, persecution. Amen. Amen. So that's what David said, cast me not away from your presence. Because without the presence of God, humanity is vulnerable. Like we can do whatever we want. We can mess up. You'll be surprised that you can have a church and the church is full of like everything that they are doing is human. Today I went to a place, I went to a place, uh, a program in the morning. Programs, uh, uh, a colleague invited in the morning. And when I went to the program, throughout the program, as I was sitting there, that's the only thing that Holy Spirit said to me. 
so that you see, because I was struggling in the place, I was struggling to, to move in the spirit in the place. It was only one singer who came and he was trying to bring spiritual atmosphere. So when I was I was forcing and the spirit of God said that this place, the reason why you are forcing too much, or the reason why the flow is not it's not flowing, eh? the flow is not flowing because here, whatever they do, 80%, they do 80% by themselves. And they give me only 20%. So when it comes about the church, the church that they are doing, I do only 20%. And they do the rest. It's like they are bringing humanism. So politics and all these things in the church. And I was surprised. Very, very big church. It's a very big church. People are in nice church. And that's what the ministry is. So it's not necessarily the crowd or the number of people. Even though God wants us to win more souls by the day. But it's not necessarily what the, the intention of God. If God will uh, you win more souls for God to the point whereby you lose him. He's not happy. But no matter what is happening, I get it. You are still with God. There are some people, they don't even have, they don't even have chairs. Even they don't even have members. But God is happy with them. Why? Because they have not lose the presence of God. You have no lose. Because if the presence of God leaves you, it's like life has left you. <laughs> life has left you. So if you're a man of God or a woman of God, and you really want to see life in everything that you do, you don't need anything. What you need is the presence of God. What you need is the presence of God. Because in the presence of God is fullness of joy. When the Bible says that the kingdom of God is not about eating and drinking by righteousness, peace, and uh, joy in the Holy Spirit, it's talking about the presence of God. The presence of God is righteousness, there's peace and joy in the Holy Spirit. So that's why David said that, cast me not away from your presence and take not your Holy Spirit from me. So the Holy Spirit is always found in the presence of God. Amen. Yeah, so I want us to pray. Because when it comes to the presence of God, it's an individual deliverance. When it comes to the presence of God, it's an individual deliverance. And when it comes to the presence of God, it's not necessarily reading the Bible. Even though it's good to read the Bible, it's not necessarily listening to worship. Even though it's good to listen to worship, it's not necessarily praying. Even though it's good to pray. <laughs> Amen. When it comes to the presence of God, the presence of God is about what you are thinking. That's why God said, I don't look after the appearance, but I look through the heart. Because what is in your mind is already in your heart. 
Amen. So the, the language or the way to call or communicate the presence of God is what you are thinking. What is in your heart? That, that one calls the presence. Amen. So it's not necessarily maybe you pick a Bible, then you are able to quote scriptures. You are a Bible scholar, you quote scriptures. No, it doesn't mean that the presence of God is with you. No. Because they, they, David, David was inspired to say this to become a scripture. I'll get it. By Moses was not quoting it. He said, let him. <laughs> if your presence do not go with us, take us home. Because Moses was speaking from the heart. Amen. Yeah. So, in the same way, you can even come to the church. Eh? You can even come to church. And if your, your mindset and your thoughts is outside, you are away from the presence of God. You are in a building. You are not in the presence. There's a difference between the building and the presence of God. Amen. There's a difference between building and the presence of God. Because God is spirit. And if you want to come to his presence, you come in spirit and truth, which is reality, you should be real. And what? Reality, spirit. And you need a right spirit. Yeah, so let's continue. You need a right spirit and a correct heart in order to be in the presence of God. Like example, we are in, we are we are talking about God and someone is calling for look at this. So uh, then I will say that oh go 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 go. It's foolishness. <laughs> it's foolishness. Because there's time for everything. There's time for everything. When it's time to talk about God, we need to give a whole attention. Amen. Yeah, so I, I want us to pray. We are praying that. The Lord should not cast you away from His presence. The Lord should not, because if God casts, if you are away from the presence of God, you read the Bible without meaning, you pray without meaning, you fast without meaning, you worship without meaning. There's no, there's nothing called meaning about everything you do as a believer. Amen. Amen. Yeah. So I want you to pray that the Lord should help you. The Lord should strengthen you. To always be in his presence. Always be in his presence. Father, in your presence. Oh, Father, in the morning, your presence. In the afternoon, your presence. In the evening, your presence. Oh, Father, your presence that we want. Father, we need your presence. We want your presence first in everything that we do. In the name of Jesus. In the mighty name of Jesus. Oh, your presence in everything that we do. Your presence in everything that we do. Your presence in everything that we do. Oh, Father, Mandala, Shaka, Mandala, Shaka, Mandala, Shaka, Mandala, 
Oh, Father, your presence, O oh Lord. Father, your presence, O oh Lord. Father, your presence, O oh Lord. Mandala bashaka balaba mamusaka baraba. Reka baraba usaka baraba usaka baraba bo. Mandala bashabala 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 baba. Reka baraba bashabala ba. Palama shabala ba. Palama shabala ba. Palama shabala bo. Palama baragado. Shabala balama bo. Palama burigama. Helga baramada. Skadaya Molomosa, Paraga Paragu, Skatala Malakama, Paraga Palababa, Roku Balaba Shabalama, Retaya Bolobo Shakabalabo Shabalaba, Retabarabo Shakabra Dorobo Sakababa, Retaya Bolobo Sakabra Dorobo Sakababa, Retabarabo Sakabra Dorobo Shakababa. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Cast me not away from your presence and take not your Holy Spirit from you. Amen. In this life, one thing that you need to be very mindful of is the Holy Spirit. I'm telling you, one thing, you see, if it comes, I'm saying before the altar, if it comes, to choose between me and my wife, my wife and the Holy Spirit, I will choose my wife. If, sorry, I will choose the Holy Spirit. Amen. Yeah. I will choose the Holy Spirit. It's not because I hate my wife. No. Because my wife is just like me. We are one. I get it. So if I choose my wife, it's more like I am choosing myself. <laughs> eh, the Bible says, therefore, shall man be his, uh, uh, what? his father and mother, then he go and take a wife, and they will become one. So if you choose a human being, especially, example, your wife, it's you have chosen yourself, and you yourself, you don't have any life. Amen. You see, when, 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 when you make your mind to choose the Holy Spirit, it's very difficult, but it's a good thing. Yeah. Because you lose, honestly, you lose many things. You lose many things. If you really want, like, you need the Holy Spirit, like, you want to be a pastor or a reverend or whatever, powerful. Working the way God is, God wants His work to be. We need the Holy Spirit. 
And if you really want to walk with the Holy Spirit, you lose many things. Example, there was a, a woman called Katikoma. Katikoma got married to a, a pastor, another pastor, not knowing that the pastor has already gotten married and he has left his wife and children somewhere. And he came to the city of Katikoma, where Katikoma is. And Katikoma got married. Katikoma became like everything about him spoiled. He became out, he came, she, she was out from the ministry. Amen. Amen. But when, even though the man did something wrong, very bad, the situation that you are a pastor, you have a wife and children, and the woman doesn't do anything about it. But later, when you go to understand that the man is already a married man, he divorced the man and he decided that she will not marry again. Amen. And his heart, her, her husband, her everything was the Holy Spirit. And he became, I think, four times powerful than before. And that was, that was whenever we go to know Katukuma, Miss Kuma. Amen. Amen. Yeah. So that was that was the price Katukuma paid. I get it. I'm not saying that uh, if you become a man of God, you should go and divorce. No, that's so please don't change my message. Amen. But what I'm trying to say is that if you really want to get closer to the Holy Spirit, you have to pay the price. And as you are paying the price of the Holy Spirit, and you lose many things. You lose friends. You lose family. You lose loved ones. You lose... <laughs> I'm telling you. I'm telling you the truth. So David said, I created me a clear and renewal. Cast me not away, not away from your presence and take not your Holy Spirit from me. Anything that you bring first in your life than the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit... He doesn't, and you will never be in a position of, like a position, you are, put, you are putting the Holy Spirit in a position, like second, last one. The Holy Spirit is your life. He's the one Jesus gave to us, to take us to heaven. So the Holy Spirit is a life. He's, he's a mother of the same kind, as Jesus said, I'm the way, the truth, and the life. Eh? So if we put you, even though, I am your shepherd, but if we put you in the Holy Spirit, I'm telling you, I have to be frank with you. <laughs> I have to be frank with you. <laughs> you know, if you put the Holy Spirit there, you have to put the Holy Spirit there. Not because I hate you. Because I need to find life before I can help you. Amen. So that was the reason why Jesus, when you check the life of Jesus, but there was a time he sat there, he sat all of them, he sat all of them, he went to the lonely place. And he communed with the God, and later he came. So if you are someone who your life is full of many things, like many things, you are, oh, you lose the Holy Spirit. And as you lose him, prosperity, you see, if you lose the Holy Spirit, then, let me tell you the truth. In this life, eh, Prosperity is not by any hard work. Let me, let, me, let me be frank and 
It's time for you guys, you have to know this. Prosperity is not by any hard work. It's not by education. No. You see, the reason why there are some people in the government, government. The reason why, you see, what they are doing is corruption. You see, <laughs> they don't have, they don't have the Holy Spirit there. So they, they, they are stealing, they are stealing to be, to be rich. Amen. Amen. They are stealing to be rich. They are stealing to be rich. They are stealing to be rich. They are forcing themselves to be rich. Stealing from people. Taking their... That's not prosperity. That's... uh, uh, Corruption. Or swindling, you you are cheating. You are cheating people. You are swindling people for, for something. You are you are infringing on people's happiness, people's joy. Yeah, because when you when, when when you when you have true prosperity, the people around you or the people that are under you, they, they will be free. And you don't have to you, you don't have to tell them this no. Amen. So that is the reason why if if someone really wants to get closer, eh? If someone really wants to get closer, I will show you how to be close to the Holy Spirit. That's why when you get closer, it's like everything about me is tough. I get it. Because I will easily lose you. <laughs> and you also want to get closer. So as you want to get closer, it's the Holy Spirit. You, you need to understand the Holy Spirit. Amen. So prosperity is not about hard work. Because if prosperity is hard work, then the, the word of God was... Uh, the word of God to Moses is, in, uh, is not valid. It's invalid. He said that, and he said to Moses, I will be merciful to whom I will have mercy, and I will be, I have compassion to whom I have compassion. And he said that, uh, it's, it is not him that will it, neither him that run it, but it's the Lord that showeth mercy. Promotion coming out from the West. <laughs> Neither from the north huh, or the south, but it's God that promotes puts one that up, puts one down. So it's a sign that it's not about your hard work that will bring a promotion. It's not my hard work. It's not my hard work. There are some people visit shrines for power to be promoted. So I said, why is that they don't work hard but they visit the shrine? Some also join group, a cutting group, so that they will be promoted. Why? As you said, alongside all the education, some people join secret society. Why? Alongside all the the books. Why? It's because prosperity. It's not about prosperity. It's not about prosperity. Is not about what you know. It's the Lord that showeth mercy. So it's the Lord who 
It's the law, it's by God's choice that he will, he will promote you. It's not about you running, it's not about you willing. It's by God's choice. So for me, even to be a pastor, me for me to be a pastor is by God's choice. It's God's choice who has made me a pastor. If you remove the choice of God, I don't I don't even qualify to be a pastor. Yeah. Because it's not about it's not about the hard work. It's not about the hard work. It's about the Holy Spirit. He said, take not the Holy Spirit for me. Which also says that Zachariah chapter 4, verse number 6. What is there? What is there? Zachariah chapter 4, verse number 6. Mr. Vic, what is there? Uh, what is there, Shadi? Hey, Zachariah chapter 4, verse number 6. Yes, very It is not my mind, it's not my power. But my spirit says the Lord. So indeed, it's not in that wallet. Neither in that wallet. It's by me. I show mercy. So it is not by your might. It's not by your power. By my spirit. So it's a sign that anyone who goes for other mediums of promotion is error. But that one is a temperate. You see, you enjoy. In this life, eh? In this earth, every God is working, the devil is working. So you can go to the devil, he'll give you power, it will work. You can go to God, he'll give you power. Because the devil, the power, the devil is using his God's power. <laughs> I get it. The devil doesn't have anything. It's the power God created him that is using it to work. I get it. Yeah. The power that God used to create him is what he's using it to work. Work. But just that. He's using the power of God given to him to do what he wants. And that is what we call devilish or demonic. So it's the same way if a pastor uses the power of God given to him to do what he wants, it's demonic or devilish. So demonic or devilish is not necessarily uh, uh, fornicating. Uh, what again? It's not all these things, but demonism is all about self. That's demonism. Yeah? <laughs> self. Anything that you are doing self is demonic. It's demonic. So if a man of God or a woman of God you should break. You should force and break. Force and break. Force and break. Without the Holy Spirit, you are still in bondage. <laughs> Without the Holy Spirit, you are still in bondage. But also, where the Spirit of God is, there's what? So if the Holy Spirit leaves you, what is happening? Bondage. Whom the Son sets free is free indeed. The Son will set you free and you will be free indeed when the Spirit of God is there to give you liberty. I can say 
So without the Holy Spirit, you are still bondage. There are many people who go to church, they are still bondage. There are many pastors in bondage. There are many church workers in bondage. See, uh, I'm teaching you all these things so that you will not be a bondage preacher. <laughs> you will not be a bondage preacher. Uh, Peter was in bondage. Do you know Peter was in bondage? Peter was on bondage to Acts chapter 2. <laughs> he was in bondage. He was in bondage. The reason why many people read the scripture, but they don't believe the scripture, they don't have the scripture, is because they are in bondage. Peter was in bondage. That's the reason why he said, Oh, me, I will not leave you, I will not leave you. Then three times, behind, he told Jesus three times. He was in bondage. He didn't have the Holy Spirit. And when Jesus even died, I would say they didn't know the scripture. So when Peter came and Jesus was not there, he went back to their own fishing. When Jesus even came, he couldn't know Jesus. It was important. It was important. So when the Holy Spirit came, that was where the Bible said, and Peter started stood before them and said, I'm just before they are not drunk. What they are doing is a confirmation of Joel. I mean, now Peter is quoting Joel. When Joel was, the book of Joel was written, Peter was not there. This, this was a scripture, but Joel prophesied about Jesus. This man didn't see. And when the Holy Spirit came, he started seeing. He started telling someone, rise up and walk. And the shadow of Peter, rising dead bodies. <laughs> yeah, that's the Holy Spirit. So you don't, in this life, See, many a times, the reason why people, we talk to people, are yet still, things are not changing is because they are in bondage. They are in bondage. They are in bondage. So if someone, someone is, Someone is suffering to do right as a Christian. Is important. He's suffering like this thing is hard. Ah, this thing is hard. It's hard for me. The moment that person starts speaking, that way, it's a sign that the person is in bondage. Amen. That's in bondage. That's bondage. Anyone who hesitates. See, one of the ways, one of the schemes the devil brings bondage in people's life is hesitation, negotiation, and uh, to compromise. So when the guy said, please let me go and bury my father so that I'll come and follow you. Jesus said, Master, let the dead bury their dead. And the reason why Jesus said that it's not like the guy, the father is dead. By revelation in that scripture, it's not that the father is there. The guy wanted to wait for the father to die so that they would share inheritance. <laughs> then after he got the inheritance, then he came and followed Jesus. He just said, no, master, let the dead bury their dead. Why do you want your father to die before you come to follow him? So in ministry, if someone said, I have to marry before I be a pastor, you are in bondage. If someone says that, I guess it's not all of us who will marry before we become pastors. 
as well, they will marry become pastors. They will become pastors before they marry. So if God God gives you an option and you you you, you like you are trying to legalize things, you are trying to humanize things. Humanity, the word humanity is demonic. I'm telling you. The word humanity is a demonic thing because Adam, Adam was a spirit being. He was a spirit being meant to have earthly experiences. Adam was not a human being. You see, if you are with someone and the man says, I'm a human being, I'm a human being. Charlie, don't, don't, talk, don't, don't talk to that person about spiritual thing again. You are a waste of time. Because that, the angle that the person is coming from is humanism. And you are, it's like Jesus. And he said that, Lord, you know that I love you. It's three times. And the reason why Jesus didn't talk again because he understood that Peter was talking from what we call philos. The love of the spirit. Amen. Jesus was talking about Gapi. Do you love me more than this? Is it by philos? Philos love is what Jesus was doing. Let's eat. I get it. But after they ate, they said, Do you love me more than this? That's an agape. So when Jesus was saying, Do you love me more than this? Do you love me more than this? He saw that no, the guy, Oh, you know, you know that I love you. That was a Peter was great that Jesus. So Jesus had to come to the level of Peter. Say, Amen. That's the fellow's love. So the same thing when you are talking to someone, and the person is trying to be a humanism, humanism. And it's not talking and try to also be a little. Because everything that you are doing, everything that you are talking about spirituality will be meaningless. It will not yield any fruits. Amen. Yeah. It's a word yield. And whether you like it or not, the letter connects. It's a spirit that gives lives. Whether you like it or not. Whether you like it or not. So me, by the grace of God, I have I have programmed my mind that I don't care whether someone says you are being, you, you, you are too spirit, I don't care. That, what, no. You see the, the work that I'm doing, am I a banker? Am I a banker? Am I a banker? Am I a lecturer? Am I a policeman? Am I a pastor? And the pastor, who is the pastor? Jeremiah chapter 3, verse number 15. I will give you pastors from my heart. Who is talking? God. I will give you pastors from my heart. Who is God? God is spirit. So if God is giving you a pastor, you don't give you physical pastor, you give you spiritual pastor. He said, I will give you pastors from my heart that they will fill you with knowledge and understanding. They will fill you with my knowledge, which means spiritual knowledge. Because God is spirit. So spiritual knowledge and understanding, spiritual understanding. And I'll give you pastors. It's only God who gives pastors. Genuine pastors. It's only God who gives. So God said, I will give you. Then you want me to come and teach you biology. You want me to come and teach you weather forecast. 
Why do you need to go and teach you rocks? Why don't you see? <laughs> Why don't you see? Because there are rocks. You see, let me tell you something. Anything you see outside in the physical, God will not let any pastor teach you. Because it has already manifested. God always makes his pastors teach. That's why the Bible says, let men count on you as ministers of Christ. And the stewards of the mysteries of God. There are mysteries. You see, we will go to heaven. Even many people will die and still they will never see everything about God. They are mysteries of God. So even if even if I'm a pastor and I get to review mysteries, I mean, no, don't think that I have revealed all mysteries. There are more mysteries I don't know. And there are some mysteries I don't know till I die. Because if I know every every mystery about God, God needs to be God. Amen. So what you see outside, there's something beyond what you see outside. So God will not make me teach science and rocks and all that one. It's already in use. Amen. So if you are a pastor, don't be, don't be natural. I get it. Don't be natural. When you go home, you are a husband. That one day you can be natural about it. But when you come to church, when you are dealing with a sheep, be spiritual. I get it. And even, even when you go home, your wife, sometimes you need to be spiritual. Or else you go off. The, the reason why some pastors, their church is powerful, but their house is bogus. Because of that. They are natural in the house, but they are spiritual in the church. Duality. And the Bible says that if you can't control your house, how can you control the church? So I don't care. That, that's how I program a mind. Like 99% of this life is spiritual. So, Get a fork. Amen. 99%. Because the people that we fight with, they are not physical beings. They are spiritual beings. You, you, you are fighting with a fallen angel. Uh, you, are, you break your bone. You are bringing physical destiny to fight a fallen angel. You break your bone. Even in the spirit, if you mess up, you, you Charlie, just now you came. Don't come and ask questions. Amen. Amen. <laughs> Let me continue. Just now you came, you came here, they are already here. They are not asking you. Just now you came here, you are begging questions. Don't worry, you answer the questions. Eh? But let's deal with the matter. Eh? Cast me not away from your presence. Eh, you see, many people, many of you have read this scripture. <laughs> when we even go to church. Because it's a process, it's, 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 it's step by step. David was talking, you see, when you check the scripture, you see that David was talking about spiritual principle. Create in me a clean heart. Renew a right spirit within you. So your heart needs to be clean. Your spirit will need to be renewed. Then you need to stay in the presence of God. 
Then you need the Holy Spirit. Then you begin to see the joy of salvation. He said, Restore to me the joy of thy salvation. The reason why many of many Christians, even now, they don't see any joy of salvation. I become born again, but I'm more happy. You are not, you are not experiencing the joy of salvation because one, your heart is not clean. Your spirit is not renewed. You are not in the presence of God. You are not with the Holy Spirit. So, the joy of salvation, the joy in safety, salvation means safety. The joy in safety will not be restored to you. Restore to me the joy of thy salvation and renew a right spirit within me. Yeah, so that was that was David. That's a spiritual place. It's a step by step. Then you get there. Then you see the joy of salvation. The joy of safety in Christ. 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 What a job. The job of safety in Christ. Because if it's not the joy of safety in Christ, all ministers will give up. The reason why many a times I don't compromise with even my environment. The joy of the salvation. The only thing that keeps me joyful is sitting in peace. Amen. Amen. The only thing. So that's the reason why. That's the, sometimes eh, it's all like we are not we are not becoming human. I'm not a human, so I'm not forced to be. I get it. I'm not a human. The word of God makes me understand that I'm not a human being. I'm a spirit being, having earthly or the word earthly means human, human experiences. I get it. The reason why, you see, the reason why the earth is suffering from lust is because we are too human. Lust is on the earth, love is in the spirit. So the Bible says, put on Christ so that you will not fulfill the, the you will not be fulfilling the, the provisions of the flesh. And put on Christ so that you know you will not compromise the provision of the flesh by fulfilling the last thereof. So the last goes with the flesh. Put on Christ. Who is Christ? He's the light, he's the way, he's the truth, he's love. I guess it. Is everything. Put on Christ. So every day we put on Christ. Every day. Every day. Every day. Every day. Every day. Put on Christ. But if you don't put on Christ every day, you will confuse you, you will frustrated. The enemy will frustrate you. The enemy will confuse you. The enemy will make you feel bad. The enemy will make you like You'll be like you. There's no importance about you. There's no. There's no need for you to leave. 
See, there is some people kill themselves. There's no, there's, no, there's, there's no reason for you to leave. There's no reason for you to be happy. The enemy will say all these things. And he'll be telling you, see, this man has a car, you don't have a car. It's not car that makes you happy. It's not house that makes you happy. It's not even marriage that makes you happy. It's not marriage that makes happiness. It's not money that makes happiness. It's the Holy Spirit. Because in the Holy Spirit, there's righteousness, peace, and joy in Christ. Amen. So that is the reason why, by the grace of God, I come to understand it when, when I hear that a man of God has divorced a demon. <laughs> when I hear a man of God has divorced a demon, let's say he has divorced a woman, I hear it. But I will not, I will not find a man of God. I will not even talk. I will not worry myself. Because Jesus says something. The people say that. Uh, someone got married, right? And when they got married, they were coming to test Jesus about the resurrection, right? Someone got married, first husband, second husband died, third husband, to the seventh husband. So in the resurrection, who would they marry? That's a stupid question you gave to ask Jesus. He said, hey, you don't know those scriptures. Don't you know God is not the God of the dead but the living? Don't you know that in the in the resurrection they will not marry, they will be angels. I get it. There was also another time. Uh, they came to Jesus and said that when someone commits a uh, uh, divorce, there's there's a need for divorce. He said, No, there's no need for divorce because in the beginning it was not so. And he said, Then why did Moses allow them to be divorced? You see, Moses allowed divorce, but God didn't kill them. Why? Because of the hardness of the heart, so that's what Jesus said. So if you even marry, eh, if you marry, and your heart is hardened towards towards glorifying God, the marriage can be divorced, and God will be happy. Let me tell you the truth, because man is one image of God. Woman is one image of God. Man came with one, one side of God. And God said that man is not perfect because that's not me. Because me, I am perfect. So man is not perfect. He has only one side of me. Okay, I made my side, another side to be a woman. So he bring them, he bring the woman also to the earth. Then to form the complete image of God on what? The earth. I get it. And what was the purpose of God bringing the man and the woman? To showcase who God is. So marriage is actually showcasing who God is. I get it. So the situation whereby the man is the man is forcing to showcase and you the woman, you are not forcing. Come up for them. The man is to divorce. Tell me so. Don't put it in your mind that I'm not speaking against marriage. But I'm telling you the, the true picture of marriage. That is whereby you understand when your husband is broke, you need to keep quiet. Your wife is, you need to, I get it. Because that's whereby you say, oh, today everything is okay, tomorrow is not okay. But like, things that you are expecting is not there, but you'll be there. 
The reason why many people's expectation in marriage has not come. And they, 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 they begin to mess up somewhere. It's because they don't understand marriage. Marriage is actually, the, the true definition of marriage is we are showcasing the image of God. We are saying that God is now on earth. I hear it. So Adam and Eve means that God is now on what? That's marriage. So we married to showcase the true picture of God. Because God is the God is in the spirit. Have you seen God before? So that's the reason why the man and the woman has to come so that you see God. Amen. So marriage is not so those that they are doing uh, 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 what mascara. They go and buy 23 minute uh, wedding gown. Then after that, they come and after the marriage, after every the jubilation, they come and suffer and cry. Then you bring pressure to the man. You tell the man, I'm angry. You say, you say, I don't have money. You don't have money. You, you, when you marry me, is that how? You see, stupidity. You don't understand marriage. You don't understand marriage. Marriage is not about marriage is not about cooking. Let me tell you the truth. You see, I have to be frank. Marriage is not about cooking. Marriage is not about cooking. Marriage is not about shapes. It's not about skin. It's not about you knowing how to cook. Hey, the best cook. Oh, if I tell you that you have end up to be matter. 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 Whereby Mary, Mary is sitting in front of the presence of God, listening to information of God. And Martha comes and says, Lord, why have you let Mary be here whilst I'm cooking? Why? As Jesus informed her, he's angry. Then, then Jesus said, Martha, you are too worried about many things. But there's one thing, one thing, that Mary has taken, that it will not be taken away from you. Taken away from her, sorry. Amen. That's one thing. That's one thing. Eh? You understand that man shall not live by bread alone, but everywhere that I get it. So all these things, the things that we picture marriage, is rather the secondary things that it's, it's more like it's God just allowed them to maintain you. I get it because you are in the earth. I get it. But marriage is not that. So you see, that's the reason many people are born. They are born for counseling, but yet still divorced. You go and properly PhD, PhD counselor. Counsel, you see, you have to do this. There are some people. So some people say that marriage is all about good sex and all these things. That's what some people say. I get it. Even though sex is involved in marriage, but marriage is not about sex. Marriage is not about sex. God didn't bring the woman to you to sex him. Huh? Did God bring the woman to you to sex? Then, then what is the agenda of God? Huh? <laughs> what is the agenda of God? Oh, I, I, marry him by sex even. <laughs> Do more sex. No, that, that's not marriage. 
Marriage is Sharika. Eh? Marriage is this is one side of God called Cardia. This is one side of God called logics. So God could have allowed Adam to be there, only Adam. But God said, oh, no. I can't, you see, when you check creation, the man and the woman was created the same day. I heard it. But when you check formation, the man came before the woman. And it was so because of authority. God wants to bring order and protocols. I get it. But the true picture of God was the male and the female created in them. So God wants to control what he has created. So he brings his image and he call him Adam. This is my son. Then he bring another image of him. Call him Eve. So marriage is about the man and the woman coming together, portraying that God is on earth. So that's the reason why you need the Holy Spirit. So that it will not be like you are the one doing it. It's God. Amen. Yeah. So God is it's more like it's more like I, I, I want to travel. I have a car. So God is like the driver. Then he need the vessel. So that he can drive on earth. So the vessel is the man and the woman. Because he could have made the totality of him as one person. But this time, he only knows the reason why he divided. To bring check and balance. I get it. But I don't know the two of them has come. So when they join, that you see, that's the reason why you see that when the man marries the woman, they become what? They become what? One. One. Why one? Because God is one. God is what? One. And one side of God is a man. One side of God is what? A woman. So when they come on earth, it's what? And when they become one, it's God on earth. And for you to understand that God on earth, it's whenever you see that this is a vessel, that the Holy Spirit will come a city. That's what I would say if you are the temple of the Holy Spirit. They become a city. Then you do whatever you want. But this is the situation. We are not allowing the Holy Spirit to do what he wants. We are doing what we want. So marriage is not about what you see outside. What they are doing is normal. Yeah. So that's the reason why some people are crashing and say, I need what you got. 50,000, you have to go and buy. Me, I won't marry you. Oh, me, I don't marry you. I don't care whether I've even dated you eight years. Go, go, go. I don't marry you. I don't see us. You don't want marriage. You want, you want last. That's last. That's no marriage. Marriage is you have to come together. Showcase God. And God himself will enlarge us. I'm telling you. Because God has already said, I said, and God bless them, which means by his image. Once his image was on the earth, he said, and he blessed them, he said, be fruitful, have dominion. Yeah, that's God. So, marriage is not So, you should, I, I, I want you to stop thinking the way people are thinking. If you, if you, if you stop that, it will help you. Yeah. You want me that? That's my wife. <laughs> As a, we are married this way. If you don't like it, you don't go. 
They are marrying this week. <laughs> we are doing it. We are doing the thing this week. If you don't like it, you can move down our car. She's saying Amen. Amen. Yeah, I'm I'm saying all these things because you are all ministers and you marry. You marry. You're not being Roman fathers. Who will be a Roman father here? Mama. All of you will be married people. But I want you to give you the, the true picture. That you will not disturb your husband. Because in marriage, one of the people have seen it they cause disturbance by a woman. Cause a lot of disturbance. You know, that and the reason why God God didn't give his emotion side to man he doesn't want man to be proud because you see when God created the devil in a perfect way the Bible said that that was perfect in thy beauty he become proud so when it's time Adam Master, you may lose one so he bring one side Adam he bring one side he's checking Adam checking by the my image. So therefore, a man will leave his, his father's house and he will bring you. And he will become one. So we are one. Eh? And after we become one, eh? Shade, I'm telling you this. If you marry, eh? if you marry, it also goes to everyone. Eh? If you marry, God, or let's say the Holy Spirit should be the first person that need your husband. Why? Yeah, it's difficult. That's how it is. Because he is the driver. You and your husband are vessels. So anyone who loves, who you see, that's, you see, you understand the scripture. That's why he said that anyone who loves his mother and father, sister, siblings, wife, you are not fit to be my disciple. Yeah, that's what Jesus said. If you love more than me, you are not fit. So if you are too carnal, this thing that I'm saying, you don't understand. If you are too earthly, you don't understand. You even fight me. But if you are too, if you understand God, if you understand spiritual things, well, God was there before marriage. <laughs> I get it. God was there before your wife. Ah. God was there before creation. Everything that is created, the job, everything, money, everything, God was there. The food you eat, God was there. That's why Jesus said, man shall not eat my bread alone. But everywhere, because God was there. And when God was there, what was he giving to the angels as a format of life? Words. <laughs> Just the word of God. Just the word of God. You see, let, let, let me show you how God's word is life. For a man of God to say that in the name of Jesus, rise up. And he rise up. That is the life. It's the life that has entered the person. So rise up. And Lazarus, he was dead for four days. Comes! It's not for So, the reason why we, we allow food is because this body is weak. 
The body is weak. The body here is weak. He has been weak in the, from the time that Adam for he's become weak. So that's why when we come weary, then you need to take water and all this. But that, that should not be your focus. Because if that was the focus, the devil would have overcome Jesus in the wilderness. So turn this loaf to bread. It's God. If you could just speak and the loaf will turn to bread. I didn't better. Amen. Amen. So I want to try, you see, we are still on creating me a clean heart, renew a right spirit within me. Cast me away from your presence. And take you out to your home. It's, it's, a, it's a spiritual principle. These are the principles to always enjoy salvation. Like to, to understand what he said. Restore unto me the joy of salvation. For you to be joyful in the safety, the redemption and the restoration of Jesus Christ. Number one, a clean heart. Number two, a right spirit. Number three, the presence of God. Number four, the Holy Spirit. Amen. If you don't have all these things, you never have. Joy will never come. Joy will never come. Because in the presence of God, there is fullness of joy. Joy is in God. Not that there is no one who can give you joy. No one can give you joy. You can't say that. No one can give you joy. No one can give you joy in this life. It's only God. The Holy Spirit. That's why sometimes your family can disappoint you. Your friend can disappoint you. That is normal. Disappointment is normal. We humanity disappointed is and you see when when you become too attached with humanity, that's why when they disappoint you become hurt. You become what? Hurt. But you are too attached to humanity. But when you become too attached to God, they slap you say, Take this one. I see that's why Jesus, they slap, bah! so take this one. Plato said, ah, don't you know I have the power to kill those masters? You don't have any power to kill anyone. <laughs> you don't have any power to kill anyone. It has been given to you. That's why I just, Plato, keep quiet. Actually, I wash my hand from this man. <laughs> I can't kill this man. <laughs> I don't want to be fast. Yes. Because Jesus was connected to God. They were beating him on the cross. He was connected to the Father. He was full of the Father. That's how you're supposed to be. That's how you're supposed to be as a preacher. When we don't take care, you have a mega church. Uh, you have a big church. And your church members are telling you what to do. Tell you to do. Me, my church, you don't have any man. They are full of witches and demons. I don't, I don't like Mapu. I don't like Mapu. Mapu. Three what? We don't have any Mapu. We have singing group, we have dancing group, we have. I get that one is more. Yeah, we have the stars. They dance for God, they sing for God. I get it. Then we have the preachers. They are talking about apostles, prophets, and Mapu. Three what? Gossip, demons, any dry church, anything like that. Some of them are from the They dry the church. 
and then the the Gossips or gossips? Gossips. this one. You see, you have to do this. And many of them, they don't even respect the husband they have. They don't respect, especially when they give them position in church. They don't respect the husband they don't respect the husband. They don't respect the husband. Amen. So we need to we need to live in the spirit. The Bible says that uh, Galatians chapter 5, verse number 25. That was if we say we live in the spirit, we should also walk in the spirit. That means this one is a spiritual walking. What I'm teaching you is a spiritual walking. Create in me a clean heart. You need a right spirit to give me. Cast me not away from the fellow. Take not your Holy Spirit from me. Restore unto me the joy of the salvation. And behold me with your right spirit. And when we refer I said, then I will teach transgressors. You see, the reason why you have not been teaching sinners the things of God because. You are, you are not there. Even <laughs> I like read the scripture. Amen. Amen. Psalm, Psalm 50. Psalm 51, right? Yeah, verse 13. Do you see that? Restore unto me the joy of your salvation and behold me with your right spirit. With your free spirit. I get it. Right spirit. Then verse 13 said, Then will I teach transgressors your ways. And sinners shall be converted to you. Then will I teach transgressors. Who is a transgressor? What is a transgressor? There's a difference between a transgressor. We have three realms of darkness. This thing I've, I've said it. Oh, yeah, I've said it several times. Yeah, we have three realms of darkness. We have iniquity, we have transgression, and we have sin. When you say iniquity is by, it means what? Uh, twisting or perversing the word of God. Uh, you are changing, you are trying to do opposite of what the word of God is saying. And the Hebrew word is. Uh, have all. Then we have transgression. Transgression means what? Rebellion. Rebellion. Awful, open rebellion. You are rebelling. Huh? That's Pisha. Then we have Hata, which is sin, the action. The action that you are doing for people to see. I get it. So he said that, that I will take transgresses your ways. Which means you will teach rebellious people. So the reason why many people are finding it difficult is it, it has not been great people's ear to teach transgressors the ways of God. <laughs> it's because they want their heart is drunk. Hey. Yeah. 
Their spirit is not new. They are not in the presence of God. They don't, they don't have anything to do with the Holy Spirit. <laughs> and because of that, there's no joy. You see, if, if you don't have joy of something, can you announce it? If you don't have joy of something, can you announce it? So restore to me the joy of that salvation, we won't give you the righteousness. Then I will teach transgressors. So when there is joy, that's when you begin to say there is joy. There is joy. There is joy. I'm telling you. Sometimes when I go to places, when I go to cities, some places, like in Benz, church and all this, I say, ah, hey, yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm doing my best value. Some people are messing up. They are fooling. They are messing up. There's no discipline here, bro. What's happening? There's no discipline. There's no discipline. There's, no, there's nothing about God is not here. He's not here. <laughs> Humanism, totally. Humanism. So the church, now the church has become human, which means ethnic. Ah. To the point that it's good to discuss your experience with people, but we don't teach experience, we teach Jesus. Paul said that for it's not ourselves that we preach, we preach Jesus Christ as Lord and become your servant for Christ's sake. It's good to tell people about your experience, but we don't teach experience. Experience is not going to save anyone. <laughs> See, some people can just be teaching your experience. Only experience. It's wrong. It's wrong, it's wrong. It's wrong because the truth is it's good to tell your experience, to encourage someone. I get it. But what I went to do is not what you have to what I'm going to, you can't go to. And what you are going to do, I don't want to go to, I can't go to. I get it. You are not me, and I'm not you. But we teach an experience for you to know that, oh, okay, this thing has happened. But experience should not be like, oh, we teach you experience, oh, that's the reason some people have been in ministry for. 30 years. They have not done anything before. <laughs> they have not done anything. They have not done anything. Uh, if you are a pastor, if you are a pastor, and you have been in ministry for 10 years, 50 years, Charlie, and you are wearing, your dressing is not even nice. You are a disgrace to the body of Christ. You are a disgrace. <laughs> You are a disgrace. You are a disgrace to the body of Christ. And it's a sign that you are not doing the right thing. That's why God is not blessing you. That's why, that's why no one that's why no one is helping you. Yeah? So shall as you are coming, you are becoming a pastor. So you need to know this. You need to know this. I'm not saying that disrespect your husband. Oh, that's not what I'm saying. I'm telling you that 
doing your Holy Spirit first. Even if you can be a submissive wife, it's the Holy Spirit. It's the best coach. You coach you. When you're very angry, Amen. Amen. Yeah. Sometimes recently someone someone called me and the person there he was sick. Ah, I tell me he was sick. I was not moved. I was not moved by my sickness. He said, ah, I'm sick. Then uh. I took the phone, we prayed. And immediately when we prayed, the person started vomiting. The person started vomiting. And I said, okay, no, Charlie, let me add you water. You have water there, then we pray over the water. Because you see, when the person was talking to me, the Holy Spirit was telling that the person will not die. Nothing will happen to the person. So why should I move? No move. <laughs> I don't move. No. The, the, the true answer, the true picture has been given to me. So, Charlie, what you are doing is 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 bola. He called me. When the person called me, I don't see that this one, nothing will happen to the person, but the person, he, 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 what is happening to him is, is because of a life. The way he does things, the way he, the, the, the place where she eats, that's why. So it's not any, it's, it's any attack that will come to her, it's because of her. But, but, but this thing, it will not be a thing. It will go. So maybe when we prayed, you know, then the person started vomiting. Vomiting out for a time. Then when I was even calling, it has given sickness to be to dominate. That was neither give place to the devil. Sickness is a devil. It's a devil. No, my head. My headache. You have a headache. Hey. Some people. <laughs> some people are talking about great things. You, you are talking about you have a headache. You, you, some people are saying, I have a house, I have a car, I am married, I have children. You, there, you have a headache. That's your property. Amen. Amen. You should not. You should not entertain. Headache, you should not entertain sickness. No, you should not entertain this. Because it's not in Jesus. You should not entertain. Because the, I will say it and I will say it so many times because the Bible says, by his stripes we were healed. By his stripes, I don't know the sickness that is in your body that you have accepted it. But I'm telling you, Jesus, by his stripes, is healed. There's nothing. There's nothing that Jesus cannot cure. Anything that, someone said, anything that God cannot do does not. So anything you see in existence, it means God did it. <laughs> huh? You see a cow, who did a cow? You see marriage, who did marriage? So anything you see existing means that God can do. But anything that you don't see existing, no. So it's a sign that anything that God cannot do, it can never exist. 
Because anything that is in existence is God with it. Amen. I'm giving you information as you being a pastor. Yes. Because the most the most difficult and easy job. The most difficult and easy job in this life is the work of a pastor. It's difficult and easy. Amen. Why am I saying that it's difficult? It's difficult when you begin to do it. It's easy when you allow the Holy Spirit to do it. Amen. I'll be my church at the gates of Hades. You see, that scripture. And ever since I read this, I don't force myself to do anything. I will build my church, and the gates of Hades shall not prevail. And said, Peter, Apostle Peter, upon this rock I will build my church. So from there, I don't know that still have to build your church. The church here, you have to build it. We cannot build it. Amen. So when you make the church self. That's why it becomes difficult. But when you allow the Holy Spirit to do the church, it's easy. Amen. And when the Holy Spirit is doing the church, someone said, Oh, you see, this, this man he just came three years now, like just five years now. Hey, hey. And this guy he went for medicine, he went for medicine. You were like, he went for two, went for two. five years, hey, five years your, your ministry has done. We, 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 we kept, we, ever since we've been in ministry, we have been in ministry for 35 years, and nothing has happened. We are saying, ah, this guy, oh, this guy, there's something wrong with this guy. You are not serious. You don't read scriptures. Huh? How old is the Holy Spirit? And you are coming to give him, yes, to work. Huh? <laughs> Have you forgotten the Bible says that one day is a thousand to them? You see, one day is a thousand years to the Lord for those who are doing the ministry to themselves. But a thousand years is one day to the Lord for those who allow God to do it. Amen. So when you allow God to do the ministry, you will see that no, when God is doing something, there's nothing called aging. There's nothing called years. The realm of God is eternal. There's nothing called limitation. There's nothing called darkness. There's nothing called day and night. And you are saying that God should. You are being in this for 50 years. So this one teaching around 50 years. You are not serious. You are not serious. You are not serious. You are safe. Amen. So that is the reason why the ministry is not working. Even though. There's a need for you to submit to a father. I get it. There's a need for you to submit to a father. There's a need for you to have a father in ministry. I get it. But when it comes about what to do, flourish. Huh? Have you forgotten? Paul wanted Apollos, uh, Paul planted Apollos water. Who brought the increase? Huh? Hey, we don't risk this. Paul planted, Apollos watered. 
who brought the increase? God. God is the one who brings the increase. So when, when you say, I am the one doing the ministry, there will be no increase. I guess it. So that's the reason why it doesn't matter your age. It doesn't matter the duration. When you submit to the Holy Spirit, when Jesus said, I pray to the Lord of the harvest, pray to the Holy Spirit, and bring you, did he bring the years that the Holy Spirit will bring the deliverance? Huh? Oh, when you pray to the Lord of the harvest, the harvest is still precious. Pray to the Lord of the harvest, and in the next 20 years, you bring him more deliverance. Is that what Jesus said? <laughs> No, it's because we, the church is. So, by you doing that thing yourself, you've been in the wilderness for 40 years. Yeah. And you come outside, you know, the time I'll be in ministry, you see me, me, the, the time I'll be in the ministry, and then you, you see, Master, you got the. It's good. <laughs> It's good. It's good. You be in the ministry, it's okay. Uh, yeah. You know the time in ministry. You know. Uh, you, uh. I'm telling you, the duration or the time you call Jeremiah was not the same as the time you call Moses. Moses was forty years in Egypt. Forty years in the Midian Midianite wilderness. The reason why God allowed Moses to be in ministry for 80 years is because he was not broken. He was not broken. He didn't know anything about shepherding. So, by the time I realized, Moses was a type of no mercy. Because when he saw even someone, two people fighting, he just said, he killed him. He killed him. When he saw someone, an Egyptian fighting an Israelite, even though they are fighting, but you can just hold stop. Charlie, do that. He killed the man. So there was nothing. The man was wicked, like meant that he was a measure. So God has to take him to the wilderness to be trained. So when he came, you know, that was the reason when he went, he came to look. He didn't, he didn't look after tigers. He went and looked after sheep. So when he came, he was a shepherd. So this time, Moses was a killer. Now, this time there is no killing people. <laughs> to the point that when people even offend, even when a sister, a sister offended him, and also Moses went and knew people and cried, oh God, forgive me. Yeah, he was not broken. Huh? Jeremiah was already broken at the age of 12 years. So the Bible called him the weeping prophet. Amen. Saul was very, saw the title was very wicked. He will kill you right now. Just kill everybody and take you to prison. So God has to blind you and move you. Amen. Amen. Yeah. Just, just three days. Just three days. The man become apostle. Three days. Three days apostolic ministry. Amen. Amen. So the things in the spirit is not the same as the things in the flesh. I get it. The things in the spirit is not the same as the things in the flesh. That's the reason why sometimes you go somewhere and maybe you see someone like Shade wearing clerical. Then you see some people with white beard. Then they want to see Shade, they will see them. Okay, this one, we have more experience in it. We are the boss. And that's the reason why 
you are not growing. You think you are growing. You are, you are aging. You are not growing. The difference between aging and growing. <laughs> you can be aging, but no one. Huh, you can be aging. You can be 80 years when you speak. It's like fees. Bola. Everything is a bola, bola. <laughs> there's no sense, that, there's no reason in what you're saying. It's a sign that you have been aged, but you have no growth. Because we don't grow in the flesh, we grow in the spirit, and we age in the flesh. I get it. We age in the flesh, and we grow in the spirit. Are you writing something down? Or you are not writing? We age in the flesh, and we grow. Amen. Amen. Uh, that's what we age in the flesh and we move in the spirit. Yeah. So don't compare aging. Don't, 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 don't use your age. Don't, don't be deceived that your age has made you grow. Oh. No, it's not true. It's not true. It's not true. Jesus was a full grown up God at the age of 33 years. Yeah, and even at the age of 30 years, he was what he was saying. Those people with white beard, beard they wouldn't understand. What, what are you saying? They said that I say, Charlie is very deep. Because Jesus was, he was a grown man, but not aged. He was grown, he was a full grown God, but he was not aged. So don't allow anyone to use his age to confuse your life. Huh? Don't allow ministry, ministry is not about age. Huh? One, 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 one great one said that ministry is not about age, ministry is not about education, ministry is what? Divine appointments. That's ministry. So when it comes about the work of God, the way the, the, the bank people will deal with you, though, uh, you should be you should be 25 years and above, or else you will not collect you. That's no ministry. Ministry is more that. Oh, you should be this. No, ministry is no age. Ministry is about. I am sending. Who will go? Send me, Lord. I will go. Huh. And they pick you. Then they groom you. And you see, the reason why many, many people, they are grooming takes long. What's it? The people in the they're supposed to go to the promised land. But God wants them, God doesn't want them to go there and destroy many things. So that's why you put them in wilderness what experience. So that when you go to the promised land, they will do maintenance, they will not do voracious and extravagant lifestyle. I get them. But they couldn't understand God. So by their behavior, they kept in the wilderness, they were kept in the wilderness for how many years? 40 years to the time that all, all of them they died. They all died. Then their children came. And when their children came, the new leader was Joshua. And Joshua rehearsed to them that this is how come your mother, your father, all of them they died. Do this, do this, do this, do this. 
child at your age. Because he doesn't have any age. <laughs> the last time when we, when we do the ordination, I said something. I said that age is, the, the revelation God gives me about age is that age is a number tag. Uh, just like mortuary. When you go there, you give eight, eight. Number eight, eight on your leg. Age is a spiritual number tag. Spiritual. <laughs> Spiritual mortuary, number time. So, you see, if by your age now, eh, by your age now, in the spirit, it's a tag. I guess it's a tag that you have spent that particular age that you have on this earth. It's a tag. It's a tag. It, 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 it helps even easy identification. Just like when you go to mortuary. 99. Oh, 99. One million in the shop. They wear a big family body. They wear a married family body. I agree. So, age is a spiritual mortuary number time. So, if you are aged, doesn't mean that you have what? Grown. Okay. Amen. Any question? Yes. Uh -huh. Now, I'll, 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 I'll give you questions. Louder, please. When you were talking, Christianity is the life overflow of Jesus Christ. Amen. So, if someone is living by religion, it's not a Christian. And anything that you do out of Christ is carnal. And what is carnal? Earthly. What is earthly? Worldly. What is worldly? Lastly. I get it. So anything you do out of Jesus Christ is carnal. Amen. It's a question answer. You see, the last time you, you said a vision about something, you said, you said, uh -huh. Sheep, uh -huh. That particular destiny that you said, you said that the Lord gave you a vision, and the vision you saw sheep, like sheep, but inside them, some of them were, were what? Deers. Some of them were uh, lions. Some of them were tigers. Some of them were wolves. And some of them were eagles. All these people you know. And he said, You saw someone who is what? Some of them were sheep, and inside of them were also what? Sheep. They will go to heaven. Huh? <laughs> Let me explain your vision. I'm explaining this vision. He said that he saw a vision, and the vision he saw sheep. Have you forgotten that Jesus said that? I'm sending you as sheep in the midst of hoops. Are you forgotten the Bible says that some people are having sheep skin, but they are wolves? Have you forgotten? We will not go. To, we will not go to heaven by what we see outside. We go to heaven by our character. Amen. So they were all looking sheep, right? 
It's a sign that if any man be in Christ, he's a new creature. Huh? All things are passed away. Behold, all things are becoming new. Those that you saw that they were sheep, but inside them they were tigers. It's because all things have not yet passed. Those that you saw that they, they decided, so it, it, it's, what the, the vision that you saw, God was showing what is in the church now. That it's not anyone who comes for an altar call who is a Christian. That's what God is trying to show. Who is Jesus? Jesus appeared as a sheep. He was inside a sheep. So there's a difference between having the appearance of Jesus Christ and having the character of Jesus Christ. Amen. So those that you saw that outside they were sheep, but inside they were lions, means that they have the appearance of Christ, but they don't have the character of Christ. But those that you saw that they were sheep, and inside them they were also sheep, so that they have the character of Christ, and they have the they are those that some people will have it. You see, let me tell you something. The Bible that we read is not every scripture you read that will work for you. No, it's not. That, that's what, that's, that's. <laughs> the Lord is my shepherd. I shall not. That scripture is for those who are outside sheep and inside sheep. Because if you are inside a snake and outside a sheep, you are not a sheep. You are like Jesus said that some people they are wolves who have been clothed with sheepskin. So the true identity is what a wolf. Huh? Have you seen a shepherd controlling wolves? The Lord is my shepherd. So David, David, he was outside sheep. And he was inside a sheep. He was having the appearance of Christ. And also having what? The character of Christ. So you have been reading, you see, you have been reading something through, you have been praying, and nothing is happening. <laughs> and it's a sign that sit down, check yourself. If you have been reading Psalm 23, because I think some of you, you have read Psalm 23, you have been If you have been reading Psalm 23, Shadi, the Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. Yeah? He make me lie down in what? Green pastures. He leads me beside still waters. Look at this one. Look at this. The Lord is my shepherd. Who is talking? A sheep is talking. Someone who have the appearance of Christ and the character of Christ is talking. And he said that the Lord is my shepherd. Because God is always a shepherd to those who have the appearance of Christ and the character of Christ. So the Lord is my shepherd. And when God becomes your shepherd, you never want. Tell you. You never want. Yeah, you're not a sheep. <laughs> you, you, your character, you see, as for the appearance, there is plenty. If a man being in Christ is a new creature, and because of evangelists, they have been preaching. If you are here, if you, hell is real, hell is real, hell is real. You see, those, uh, those who become who appear as a sheep, but they lose the character of Jesus Christ as a sheep. 
as those who receive the gospel because they didn't want to go to hell. Yeah, hell is free, you go to hell. Hell is free. Okay, I don't want to go to hell. Oh, Jesus. I think that's Amen. From today, your name is written in the book of life. You don't go to hell. You go to heaven. So after everything, the person doesn't have the character and picture. Because when you have the character of Christ, you have the picture of Christ. Who was a lamb? Who was slain before the foundation of this world? You become a lamb. So the Lord is my shepherd. I shall not go. He make me lie down before what? Still waters. Ah. Huh? The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. Uh huh. Huh? Uh huh. In green pastures. It makes me lie down what? Green pastures. Green pastures. Green pastures. So, if you are not a sheep, you will be in wilderness. You, you, you lie in weeds. Weeds. <laughs> Your life is full of weeds in the air. There's no pasture. Sheep feed on what? Pasture. Green. Uh, when you see a sheep, he's feeding on green, something that's very green. There's no sheep who feed on weeds. So the reason why God is not leading people in green pastures is because they are not sheep. And a ship, a true ship is not by your covering, it's by your character. Character of Christ. Make me lie down. Leave mm-hmm. it. Still waters, still waters, still waters. Peace. He restores your soul. So it means that every day God will be restoring your soul. Uh-huh. Part of righteousness. Uh-huh. For his name's sake. You see, not for your name, but for his name's sake. Uh-huh. I want to the valley of the shadow of death. You know the valley of the shadow of death? You know the value of the shadow of death? The value of the shadow of death is almost death. We call it almost death. The value of the shadow of death means that you, 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 you are walking before death, but you are not afraid. Tribulations, you are not afraid. Storms, persecutions, pains, suffering, losing, dying, but you are not afraid. Uh-huh. I'll fear no evil. Uh-huh. You are always with me. God is always with the sheep. God is always with the sheep. So if you have, if by the revelation that God revealed to this man, if <laughs> you are a lion inside and you are a sheep, master forget. You will be in church, you will pray gallon, not to harm him. Amen. Your rod and staff will comfort you. Your rod and staff. The word of God and correction. 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 The rod and staff be comforting. The rod and staff. You see, the reason why you, 
There is no way you correct a sheep and the sheep will be offended. When the sheep is going here and the shepherd do this, bah, oh, it's not offended. He just go here. So the reason why some people when some people come to church, you see something they become offended. They are not sheep. They are goats. They are goats inside. <laughs> sheep outside. They will not flourish. You run. They run and stuff. They run and stuff. The word of God is correction. Mm-hmm. That will be a table before me. In the presence of my enemies. My cup running over. That anoint me with oil. And my cup ran over. Surely, goodness and blessing shall follow me all the days of my life. All, which means that all the days that you will spend on this earth as a sheep, goodness and mercy shall follow. Sometimes the day is for a sheep. <laughs> so are you a sheep? Or you are, you are, you see, the picture that there's for is, I don't know how to categorize. Duality, eh? Dua, you, dua people. You are inside you. And you see, what is, the, the true picture of you is what is inside you. So, what he saw, that, oh, they were sheep, but inside them were lions. They were sheep, inside them were goats. They were sheep, inside them were eagles. They were sheep, inside them. Is it cause? They have become a new creature, but they have not allowed the old things to pass away. And nothing is becoming new. <laughs> Amen. Amen. Yeah, any questions? Any questions? More questions? Uh-huh. Is it? Is it? It's not surprise. <laughs> it's not surprise. Is it that there were some that were killing those who were sheep, sheep by character, like those who were sheep inside and sheep outside? Yeah, it's true. It's true. It's true. It's true. Because Jesus said, "I, I, I am what." I am sending you as sheep in the midst of wolves. Yeah, that is true. That is true. And, and even the, the, this, this is a clear picture of what is happening in the body of Christ. Pastors, there are some pastors. Inside them, they are wolves. They are dogs. Some of them are dogs. Some of them are pigs. Some of them are what is, what is it? snakes. Some of them are vultures. You got it, you are helping them. Vultures! Some of them are frogs, some of them are anacondas, <laughs> pythons, uh, snipers, some of them are puff uh, 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 alleys, vipers, and they have sheepskin covered. So when you come, they will eat you. So you see, he said, he saw that those who were. Inside them, they were, they were killing those because a true sheep, he's harmless. A true sheep, he doesn't harm. He's, he's free. Sheep, sheep, when you see a sheep going, they are innocent. That's why when Jesus, is, Jesus came, the Bible said that 
the God of God, which was slain before the foundation of Israel. God never used Jesus to represent God. He used Jesus to represent sheep. The reason why we said the lion of the tribe of Judah, because lions are kings. Lions are kings. That is the positive side of lions. I get it. But it is not normal for you to see a sheep outside and a lion inside. No, 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 it's not normal. Then that, that particular animal is, is, is a diabolic. I get it. And that, uh, uh, that's the creation of the devil. All these things are created by the devil. Devil. The devil. The devil. Amen. Yeah, any question? Please ask questions. Today, the, 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 the door is open. More questions. Yes, very close. More questions. Yes. Oh, ask questions then. Stavik, any question? Shadi, question. Rich, question. Some question. Ah, you have question now, sitting down. Ah. Louder, I can No, it's not hardship, it's preparation. The word is not hardship, preparation. God, God, God is uh, is not ready to make anyone go through hardship, but he's ready to make you go through preparation. Because when a gold is coming out, it has to be what prepared. That's why I say that refiner's fire. He refine you and he brings you out. Out as what a pure gold. Amen. So it's not like hardship. Don't, don't, don't define hardship. It's preparation. Everyone will go through a preparation. Everyone. Because you coming, you coming to lectures by this time. It's a preparation. Because you can use the time to do something. I get it. But you are here. It's a preparation because you are preparing you for. The work of God, because there's a call of God upon your life. I there's a primary picture. This is the, you see, the call of God is the primary picture of your life. All the things that will come is secondary. And when you stand before God, then God will ask you. you see, if God calls you and you don't do it, that's what God will ask you. And if God doesn't call you and you come and do it, He will ask you. <laughs> but the truth of the matter is, the Bible says, for many are called. So it means that many are called. But just that few will be chosen to lead. Amen. Many are called, but few will be chosen to lead. Few will be chosen to give their 100% to God. Few will be chosen to lead, whether you like it or not. For many are called. All of us are called. Many are called in this. All of us are called. But few will be chosen. Amen. Any question? Okay, so you can, you can also write this thing up. The ministry is 
all about. I don't know whether we wrote it last week. The ministry is all about Jesus Christ. Did you write that? Did you write that? The ministry is all about Jesus Christ. Things to highlight as a minister or Christian part of the ministry. Number one, things to highlight as a minister. Number one. Every born again person is born only of God, not man. Every born again person is born of God, not man. John chapter John chapter number 1 verse number 13. The Bible says that which were born when we read verse that but as many as receive him to them gave power to become what? The sons of God. Which were born not of blood, nor of the will of the flesh, nor of the will of man, but of God. Amen. How many of you are born again? How many of you are born again? If you are born again, the Bible says that you are not born of blood. You are not born of the will of the flesh. You are not born of man, but of what? God. So, don't be fleshy. Don't move by the will of man. Don't move by the blood of man. Like, don't be, don't be. Oh, they, they, they will say, they will say, they will say. That is the will of man. They will say. The will of the flesh. I want, I want, don't be moved by that. But of God. Because he said, Supposingly that the person is determined to be a particular man in the relationship with God. And God will be said or said that God is determined to be a particular man. That is because the person the person also referring to the work of men of God. The person referring to that person respect them. And they are doing the ministry for long. If the person is interested, which maybe they have already been interested before, and they are trying to tell the person how they want to do this, it's supposed to go the way of the things. The person also confesses that this man can be doing. Something new, like the incident, very new. And they are also trying to say that they are first to that. This is what happened and how they will think this kind of words. In that aspect, as a man of God, you see, you said you honor them. The way between honor and the will of God. Amen. You see, Every mistake of a man is a promotion of God. Amen. When God calls a man, God knows that you are a man. And he is looking forward for you to be so that you may. Amen. So when someone ministry, ministry, 
Sometimes what someone will tell you is not what you experience. Amen. It's good to take advice. It's good to have a spiritual father. I get it. But sometimes what the person will tell you is not what you are going to experience. What you are saying similar happened to uh, a man of God who is, who, who, has been, who, is, who is called Blessed Memory, Archbishop Benson Yawosa. When he came from Ura Roberts Bible School, then the Nigeria old, old pastors, they were telling me that Master, this thing that we have been doing, we have been here for a long time, it's not working. Uh, they don't know. It's you that is not working. When the man was moved, you see, if truly God has called you, you when the man was moved according to what God has told him, he changed a pack which were full of mad people. Uh, the pack was full of mad people. People who are mad, they changed them. He went and healed all of them and they all became his church members. All the mad people became church members. The leaders were saying that we have been here, we have been also, we have been the church is not like one. Don't let, you see, the Bible said that, the Bible didn't say that as many as are led by man. They are the sons of say, as many as are led by the Spirit of God. Let me tell you something. Whether you like it or even alongside their advice and counsel, Master, the Holy Spirit will still test you. Uh, sometimes they can even cancel when you fail. Amen. <laughs> People can cancel you. Ah, when when, when we are coming to school, those who come to school, the advice they gave them in the house, but when they came, so the bombing messing up. It's, it's more like they didn't be applied there. I get it. So if truly God has called you, I'm telling you, eh, that's why it's a preparation. And one thing that eh, God is happy eh, when He tells you to do something, and you, you see, man is suffering by what we call self ego. So any, many times when God calls people, they, 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 it's like ego started. So God will watch you. So when ego make you feel, you surrender. Amen. Yeah. You surrender. Because the Holy Spirit, when he calls you, you know that, okay, this person has I've called, I've called him, you still uh, you think that, when you fail, and when you fail, say, oh God, I cannot do it, and you tell them, my grace is sufficient. That's why you tell them, my grace is sufficient. He will break you, he will make you surrender, he will humble you. So many times, the reason why we go, we go through the ministry, the reason why we go through failures in ministry is to humble us, so that we can submit to God. It's not by anything. It's not how we are failures. We go through, that's why I said that, your failure is a promotion to God. Amen. So it's good for someone to give you an advice, but that doesn't mean that that is what is going to. The question is, the person that who is advising you, God called him to kill a cat. You, God has called him to kill a goat. Is it the same? Is it the same? So the same. 
So that's why I said that the Holy Spirit, that's why anything that you say, say Holy Spirit, Holy Spirit, Holy Spirit, Holy Spirit. Because it's the Holy Spirit who gives different giftings. It's about the diversity of gifts by the same Spirit. He knows why, because you see, the reason why the Holy Spirit doesn't give same Spirit by diversity of Spirit is that what your head can do, can your leg do. What your hand can do, can your mouth do? What your mouth can do, can your anus do? <laughs> if it's not your anus, how will you frustrate? How will you there? This the physics come out. Huh? Will you will you bring physics from your mouth? Is it not different? By the same body. <laughs> yes. Okay. Um, I'm just saying If you want someone to see say you are this, okay, 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 okay. I get it. Okay, okay. Because the thing is, they cannot detect the true picture of you. The true picture of you is my God and you. It's you who can detect the true picture. Because it's you who can, who can decide to be good or you can decide to be bad. And it's also God who see you as good or see you as what? Bad. So all of them, they are rubbish. So the pride, you know, is it pride? Pride, pride, pride. The definition of pride simply means rebellion. Amen. And when God tells you to do something and you do it, that is pride. But when man tells you something which is not in line with God and you do it, it's not pride. Huh? When God tells you something, you don't do it because of man, it's pride. <laughs> but when man tells you something which is against God, and you don't do it. Let them see. That's why the Bible said, My ways are not your ways, neither my thoughts, your thoughts. Yeah. The language of God is different from the language of man. So it's part of the persecution. Jesus said, The brethren are those who are persecuted for my name's sake. So what you are going to do is a sign that you are called. You are called. If God has called you and you don't go through any persecution, you are not called. You are not called. You are not called. Master, you call yourself. <laughs> but if truly God has called you, you go through a persecution. You go through. You see, the persecution is like when God calls you and a man is going through a persecution, it's like a contraction when a baby is coming out. Ah, travail. Ah, ah. 
it's like the, the womb doesn't want the baby to come, but you want the baby to come. The doesn't want it, so it's like a battle. Then the baby will come. Are you getting it? So many times, what they define as practice, this thing they said to Peter, they said to all of them, uh, we don't want you to make, we don't want you to preach by the name Jesus again. Hmm. The, 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 those people, those, those normal people who say that they are religious people, they are religious people, those who are not doing anything for God, they are suffering from envy, jealousy, eh? they are murderers, they are not correct. Yeah, have you ever seen have you ever seen a professor telling his son who has finished university that is masters also doing PhD that you are applying? Uh, my father is a professor and I become also a professor. So I'm bright. And my father is saying that you need to apply. Why is that a professor? And you also need to write a professor. You are bright. Have you seen before? So why is it that you are a pastor? And someone is becoming a pastor and I say that. Let's see you are sick. <laughs> because in the world, we don't do that. We don't do that. A lawyer even wants his children to become lawyers. A president wants his children to become president. But when a pastor sees that a church member also is becoming a pastor, say Pride, pride. You see, when you are doing something and that thing is not of the Holy Spirit, that is pride. Are you getting it? But when you are doing something and it's under the, the leading of the Spirit, it's not pride. It's not. It's not an enemy, Grandka, as you have been out of the ministry. When, when, let, me, let me share my uh, 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 similar experience. When I was in Lighthouse, I served Lighthouse for, time, for about seven years. And I sat with them and I said, I know. Anytime, if this is how it happened, we go to church, they will be praying, God has called me. So, me, I know that I'll be a bishop in Lighthouse. That was, that was my mindset. I'll be a bishop, I'll be an apostle in Lighthouse, I'll be a great man of God in Lighthouse. That was my mind. So, I came to a point when I go to church and they preach, Pastor will preach, I'm not happy. It's, it's not like he's preaching wrong message, powerful message, I'm not happy. So they took me to start a branch with another pastor. We went, we started a branch, a branch grew at Genesee, and I was still an assistant. So when they were, ah, this guy, they said, to tell me, oh, today I will not come around here. But when you go to the bishop, then he will be taking uh, rewards and praise to himself. And I will be doing the monkey work. So they saw that, no, what the guy is doing to me is not good. So, they said, I don't know. They want me to go and start my own church. In Lighthouse, they want me to go and start my own branch. So I went. Still, I was not happy. I was not happy. So I sat with them and said, I'm going, I'm going. So when I said I'm going, they were not happy. So they, they, were, they, were, they, were, they were bringing some people. Obviously, the guy that I invited to come and sing, he was, he was in my meeting. The guy I invited to come and sing, he was in my meeting, he was sitting down there. And one big guy was sitting down there, and I think four pastors, two are uh, two are reverend, uh, two are reverend ministers, and two are pastors. Then they were saying that one said that you two of you, this is your brother. What are you telling your brother? The, the decision your brother is taking. 
then the guy who I invited to come and say, say that. We, are, we told him that the decision that he's taking is wrong, he should stop. Then this was the, we told him that they were, they were lambasting me. I could have lived, but this one, I've come in peace, we sit down, and we were saying all sorts of things. Then one pastor was in the woman. So the woman said, Do you think you, you can be like Bishop Yaku? Say, do you think what Bishop Dan is doing, you can do the same? Do you think you can do that? Do you think you can do that? Then, then the, 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 the woman said that you are saying that the Holy Spirit has talked to you. You are saying that the Holy Spirit has talked to you. When did the Holy Spirit start talking to you? And I said to myself, that, ah, then these people, the Holy Spirit has not talked to me and you told me to go and start the church. So am I doing university work or am I doing church work? <laughs> and I left. So I came, I came, I came, I, I go lay for three months. Because they, they, they also declare me as a, they declare me as a, a what? A devil. They declared me as a devil. So, you see someone who I know, when he, because I've left the church, when the person sees me, it's it, it, like, no, shame is time. Shame is send me a letter sometime. So it happened. Uh, then they thought say, I was going to start my church. Then I went to join a friend's church. I want to call her now. I said, I feel happiness. So I want to put it down so you can see it. <laughs> then I left. And I left again, and I came and I came and be there for two years. Then go and start the church. I get it. And right now, <laughs> these people, these same people. Oh, they're, they're, they're <laughs> recently the guy that I invited to come and see, when I was escorting, he said that hey, I wanted to leave him. I wanted to leave him. <laughs> I want to do the I want to be join you. I'll say my mind. I don't see those. You want to come, I will not, I will not, I will not collect you. <laughs> That's what I said. Because you see, the reason why the reason why I even invited him to come and say this, the place where he is, they are not even allowing him to do what he is supposed to do. So me, I see him as a brother that that's singing, that's your gift. He's gifted to sing. So that is saying need more singers. Come and sing. I get it. That, that was what I went to. That was what I went to. Right now, they didn't say, all of them, they are surprised. They are surprised about me. They thought I would have faded. Then they would say, that we said it. That William cannot make it. I see they are born. I see they are born. And this thing that I'm going, this thing I'm saying, I met another brother. He said that, he said that, he said that, Bishop Dad said the same thing when they having a meeting. That they were, he was joining the fellowship and they did, he invited a great man of God. And the man of God said that I don't sow among uh, tongues. So have you seen the step back? You see, that woman of God, you see me like Bishop Dad, and you should be surprised. <laughs> it's not like I'll be like Bishop Dad. You see me great, and you'll be surprised. 
Because I mean, I believe that now they have seen that that been consecrated. They have seen it. They have heard of it. See, they are surprised. They see that, and it's, it's all, all of them, no? the, those who are invisible, I even got married, they were no man. One, one guy got married, they forced him before he married the lady. They were messing up in the church. <laughs> Amen. It's normal. It's normal. It's normal. So that's the reason why me, me, if, if I always tell people that if you are here and you think you see you are saying that God has said you should go and start the church. Can you come and let me pray for you? I'll pray and bless you. Go and start the church. I don't care. If God indeed God has said go and start the church, fine. If God has not said it, it's on to you. Well, I mean, one person cannot even do it. One person cannot do it. I get it. It's envy, jealousy, pride. The, the, those who are telling you that they are pride, they are, they are rather pride. Because anyone who fights against the hand of God is suffering from pride. Amen. Amen. Yeah, and, and, and you see, the Holy Spirit will always do something you do not understand. You will really understand that why the God, ah, we are, ah, we are Where you going? Where are you going? Where are you going? Where are you going? Where are you going? So sometimes nowadays when they see me, they are, they are, they are like, they are shy, but they don't know how to say it. They will be saying, they will be roaming about this. It's not you coming. They are not caring. Where the fuck there? I don't care about you. I don't care about you. I don't care about you. You see, the thing I care about is when I lose the Holy Spirit. That one, that one there, <laughs> Charlie, when I lose the Holy Spirit, no church. When I lose the Holy Spirit, I'm no more a minister. That's what I'm caring about. You there, Master. When a chicken brain, uh, I confirm you. Yeah. Amen. So what you are going through is a sign that you are called. It's a sign that you are called. So if God has called you to do something and you don't face persecution. Charlie, you will not, you will not, you will not even, you will not even win more for God. <laughs> but if God has called you to, to turn the nations upside down, like Paul, you will face that. Like Moses, you face that. When Moses went to Egypt, you face persecution, Papa, by Pharaoh. <laughs> Master, we will not let you go. We will not let you go. Face huh? persecution. So the persecution is in different forms. Amen. And many a times, those who are called to be the generals, they are those who face such challenges, such persecution. Amen. To lead, when they are called to lead something, face such and they will come out. That is it. They will say, I'm not right. Gathering gather is coming. It's, it's out now. <laughs> there are even some, some of them there. They are now pastors over there. Because when we were shepherding, we were shepherding them. I get it. And it's like, even right now, you see, let me tell you, there are many hypocrites people in church. So some of them, even now, when they see you, as they, as they see me as an apostle, can they, you are not serious. You are not serious. They said, I will pray fire will burn you and your family. 
They are not serious. We are thinking about doing something for God. And, 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 and you see, huh, the way they are, sometimes the way the way they are, they, they think about they, they think about having everything to themselves. And you ask you, you are thinking about God, thinking about what God is saying, what God does wants you to do, and they want to fight you. So one time, so, well, we, uh, one, one of them, uh, I wanted to do, I wanted to work. So I applied, he helped me to apply for civil service. The thing came, I was paid. And the Holy Spirit said, don't go. Then I told the guy, this same guy, the big one, the Lord said I should not go. The guy didn't understand, the pastor, he didn't understand why I said I don't want to work. I want to do this. Just recently, I had a revelation. His wife, a newly wife was pregnant. I had a revelation about the wife. And I told her that pray for the wife. I don't know whether she prayed or he prayed or what. That the baby is getting miscarried. I don't have prayed for a wife. I've seen a revelation about that. Pray for a wife. So he called me, and look at it, didn't come up. That's what we're doing now. Or typo here, or typo of delete here. It's more like he was typing to someone and a befile. So hypocrites. You see, and I look at it, baby says, ah, how is your wife? <laughs> I didn't accidentally have the woman in the house, right? So, baby, your your call hospital, the doctor says, is it twins? Also, one by mom, let's say, but by Muja, by the twins. twins. I'm saying, I had a kind of sort of my pop, and I said, I'm going to Then I said, I'm going to the guy that didn't play. The guy that didn't play was making noise. The guy that didn't play. Because I got a revelation. And before that revelation, I had a dream. I had dreams about them. It was like that. I had dreams about them. I had a dream that is a dream. It's like I was preaching in a way to church. We was sitting here and I was, I was invited. I was preaching. And so he and his wife. Then time for now, I'm more I saw here the dark ladies. Some more And they were battling our babies. Like I'm more. Now we want you in the dream. Yeah. In the dream. I don't want so I got a revelation. Say I'm going to hear you. Don't want me massage. So calm. So those people who normally fight you that you not a genuine how to do for God. They're when you go in their secret, the stupid thing that they are doing, just like the. Uh, I, I preach a message called the creepy things. Which I will recall the creepy things in the church. You recall using Ezekiel chapter 38. The Bible says, and God showed Ezekiel, said, Man of God, look, look, look at what they are doing. Look at what they are doing in the secrets. Look at what they are doing. Look at what they are doing. The God take in Ezekiel to the wall. And so look at what they are doing in the wall. Look at they are doing abnormal, abnormal things in the wall. So those people that normally they fight you as you really want to worship God, 
you don't want to serve God in their secret realm, what they are doing there, the devil is, the devil, oh devil, is even afraid of them. The devil is even afraid. Say, 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 you go, you go extra. Tell you go extra. You go extra. This one, I salute, I salute from today. I will not hang with you. Do the rest. The devil has, you have become, you have become, you become a devil yourself. An employed devil. And I wake That's how they are. So if you don't go through sad things, you are not called. Because God will call you. The devil will approve you. And men will endorse you. That, that's how it is. God will call you. The one who approves your calling is the devil. <laughs> and the one who endorses you is So yes, I have. I don't care. I don't move now. I don't care what you think about me. I don't care what you say about me. I don't care how you see what you are doing. What I care of is what God is doing. Amen. What God is what doing? Any question? Any question again? You are closing. Sure. So for your own. It's normal. It's normal. It's normal. Any question? Yes. Any question again? No question. Okay, so let's 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 continue with what I said we should write down. So I said that every born again person is born only of God, not of man. Every everyone who receives, and I said John chapter one, verse number three. Everyone who one thirteen, sorry. Everyone who receives Christ automatically enjoys divine birthright in Christ with the heavenly father. Huh? Yeah, John chapter 1, verse number 12. But as many as receive him to them, gave power to become the sons of God. So you enjoy divine birthright. Are you getting it? Everyone who receives Christ automatically enjoys divine birthright in Christ with the Heavenly Father. The rest one. By the word of God, we found sustain life on this earth. By the word of God, we find sustain life on this earth. So if you want your life to be sustained, it's the word of God. Hebrews chapter 4, verse number 12 to 13. Every believer or preacher by the grace in Jesus Christ is born a witness. Every believer or every preacher by the grace in Christ is born a witness. John chapter 1 verse number 15 to 17. Number 5. Jesus Christ is preferred above us and there are some people ish he shall select to also be preferred above us. Jesus Christ is preferred above us. 
And there are some people he shall select to also be preferred above us. John chapter 1, verse number 15. Yeah, so shall, yeah, whether you like it or not, someone will be your spiritual father. Amen. Yeah, Jesus Christ is preferred above us. And there are some people who. So when you read John chapter 1, verse number 15, I will say that. John bear witness of him and Christ, saying, This was he of whom I spoke. He that comes after me is preferred before me, for he was before me. Amen. So, let me give you a secret. The reason why... The reason why someone becomes a leader or a senior pastor it's not because the person is handsome, the person is eloquent, the person is whatever, whatever that is. Because the person divinely was before you. Spiritually, the person is what? Before you. That's why he's prepared about you. Amen. Amen. So, as Jesus Christ is prepared about us, there will be some, some people who are pushed at prepared about you, whether you like it or not. Amen. Yeah. So that is the reason why, so for, for, for Jeremiah to be preferred above all the prophets over there, you understand, before you were in the womb of your mom, I knew you by your hand. So he was preferred. He was before. He was before. He was before them. So the reason why some people will come here and I will be a pastor, or I will be a senior pastor, is because I was, I, I was divinely preferred before. So it's not by accident. Amen. It's not by accident. The next one. It's not every man or woman who God. Okay. It's not every man or woman to see him. Amen. It's not every man. John chapter 1, verse number 18. It's not every man or woman that God shall prefer. Or permit to see him. So when we read John chapter 1, verse number 18, those that you want to see God, the Bible says that no man has seen God at any time. The only begotten Son, which is in the bosom of the Father, he has declared him. Amen. So it's not anyone who will see God as you are a pastor, as you are a Christian. It's not anyone who will see God. It's not anyone God will permit to see him because John said it here. Amen. The last one then we close for a day. Get ready for revealing and questionings. Uh -huh. Are you zero? Are you here? Get ready for revealing and questionings. John chapter 1, verse number 19 to 27. Let me read this, then we are done. Get ready. We are talking about things to highlight as a minister or a Christian. So get ready for revealing and questionings. John chapter 1, verse number 19. And this is the, this is the record of John. This is the record of John. When the Jews sent priests and Levites from Jerusalem to ask him, Who are you? And he confessed and denied not, but confessed, I am not Christ. And they asked him, What then? Are you Elia? And he said, I am not. Are you that prophet? And he said, No. Then said they to him, Who are you? that we may give an answer to them that sent us. What shall you say of yourself? 
And he said, I am the voice of the one crying in the wilderness. Make straight the way of the Lord, as saith the prophet Isaiah. Amen. That's my ministry. I am the voice in the wilderness. Every man of God should be a voice that is making the way of God straight. You are not Christ. You don't, don't be moved by titles. Uh, people come, don't come, don't come ask questions. Like us happy to do. Don't come, don't, don't give, don't be give room for titles and all that. I am who God says I am. I am the one in the I am one in the end time ministry. Preparing the way of the Lord. Simple. Amen.